Welcome to Inspired, the podcast that stretches you to consider how intricately God has designed you to discover his character and dwell in his presence. I'm Jessica, and I'm on the Inspired team here at X Church. And today we talk about something real fun that is native to all of us, and that is boundaries. We go through what boundaries are, when should we set them, how we should set them, why we should set them, all the things boundaries. And we also talk about how our boundaries are connected and intertwined to our expectations of ourselves and of others. So listen in as we kind of dissect all the things boundaries and expectations. Welcome back. We're Hello, on ladies. episode yes. two of season three. Yep. Exciting. I've got Megan and Janice so by my side today. Yes. And we are just moving and grooving along with the summer. That's oh right. Gosh. Summer is officially here. 97 degrees. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was a mm. hot one. I'm ready for fall. <laughs> no. Oh, I love the heat. <laughs> it can stay forever. I yes. could do Never. the heat without Never. the humidity. Like, it just feels Ooh. so sticky outside. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's not as bad as, like, I went to Florida this past week, and it was nasty. Oh, yeah. Like, sticky. Yeah. Like you feel like you're in a sauna. Ooh, no. But we came back and then it was 70 degrees and it was so glorious. That was a beautiful day here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Our AC broke. We just moved into a new house. Our AC is broken, of course. And so <laughs> oh, no. there's like a little bit of a wait to get it fixed. But that 70, 70 degree day, all the windows were open. It was just bliss. Yeah. Yeah. We could unpack without dying. It was so nice. Oh. Unpack because... Next week, when you hear this podcast, Megan will be a married woman. I will be a married woman and in Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. It's not going to be humid there. So, so you're, you're going to, like, zoom in for right. our yes. next one, right? Um, actually, I'm going to fall off the face of the planet, but <laughs> I'll be back. Idea. <laughs> I'll be back in Boundaries. three weeks. Yeah, that's my boundary, which, hint, hint, might be our podcast topic today. Mm-hmm. That's you're a good gonna, you're segue. Be setting up some boundaries. Yeah, I'm just gonna cancel everyone for three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boundaries and canceling is not the same thing. <laughs> That's a joke, guys. A joke. Don't take that. So you're that gonna be to a heart. married woman the next time we are. That's right. Listening to this podcast. Yep. We're excited for you. Thank yes. you. I'm excited. It's been a well. I would say it's been a long time in the works, but it really hasn't. It's been like 13 months. But it feels like forever. <laughs> it feels though. like forever. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be the best. Cool. I'm so excited. Well, like Megan said, we are going to be talking today about boundaries. Mm. Yeah, boundaries. A lot of good boundaries. Did you know you spelled boundaries with an A in it? B-O-U-N-D-A-R-I-E-S. Right. I misspelled it for so long, so it's oh. fine. Boundaries. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know boundaries. 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 I have boundaries with dairy as well. I'm sure a lot of us <laughs> yeah, do. That's right. I, mean. I was going to say that's probably. <laughs> we don't do dairy. We I had a. Dairy. Uh, Very little because I can't do too much of it. Yeah. I had a banana split from Schaffner's in Baltimore. Has anyone ever Shout been there? Oh, oh, my gosh. It's so good. But it was like three scoops of ice cream. I was like, no way I'll eat all this. But it wasn't a scoop because Schaffner's doesn't have scoops. They're like gallons. Frozen yogurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. That. Soft serve. <laughs> but it was so much. And I was like, no way I eat this. It was gone. Next three days, I knew that it? I had eaten all of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Jordan, no. I cannot eat that again before our wedding. <laughs> so not a, not you a have thing. a boundary with dairy. Yeah. And now I have a boundary with Schaffner's because they said it was a small. 
It's not small. I have a boundary with okay, menus. Okay, but back now. to boundaries. You are like canceling. You canceled Schaffner's. You canceled. No, 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 no. I will never cancel Schaffner's. Well, then just get a small cone. I will just strategically time it when I don't have a wedding and honeymoon. In three weeks, the boundary will be lifted. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be doing a lot of eating yeah. in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so nice. Or so no fun. eating at all because everything's so stinking expensive. And none of it's gluten-free. But oh, our Airbnb has a kitchen, so we'll cook. Oh, there you go. We'll chef it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll be fun. Okay. Well, you have fun Thanks, on your guys. wedding and honeymoon. <laughs> Thanks. And when you come back, we'll be here waiting for you. So excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so boundaries. What I feel like this is, I, th- I, f- I think it's like a pop, it is a popular word. Boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. And so much so. I feel like we can break this into two groups is we either set boundaries at the expense of canceling people or mm-hmm. we have n- no boundaries mm-hmm. and we pay for it. Yeah. Although I do think either way we do pay for it. Because oh, yeah. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. There's definitely and a so cost. My <laughs> question is, as we talk today, what does it look like to have healthy boundaries and right. how do we set them and why should we set them? Yeah. And when do we set them? These are all my questions. So go ahead. Yeah. Start talking. <laughs> Chime in. So step one is... <laughs> just kidding. There's literally okay, so no guide you, to when this. When do you find yourself... Okay, let's, let's rewind. When have you yourself personally learned about setting a boundary? When was that? Probably not until I was an adult mm-hmm. and in therapy. Yeah. Well, there you go. Your <laughs> therapist was probably introducing what a boundary yes. was. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I was like in my 30s and it was like, you mean I can say no? Mm, that's, yeah, that's big. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to say yes to everything or, yeah. you know, do everything my kids need or my, you know, my husband or whatever, or, you know, whatever it is. And when somebody asks me to do something, especially as a Christian, because it's like, okay, well, that's a really good thing. I should, they asked me mm-hmm. to do it. I should say yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's, you know, yep. there's the kingdom and it's what Jesus wants me Ooh, to do. Hurrah. All that. And that's not necessarily true. And yeah. I remember um, my counselor looking at me and saying, you know, everything that is good to do is not for you to do. Mm, okay. That's good. That's good. Because there's lots of things that are good that we, mm-hmm. you know, could say that's a good thing to get involved in or that's a good thing to volunteer for or that's yeah. a, a good meeting to get involved in or something like that. But it may not be what God is asking you to do. Yeah, that's good. That there has to be a, a place where you say, no, thank you. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and knowing that you can just say no and not have to go into yeah. a big, long explanation, mm-hmm. you know, and justify mm-hmm. it. Sometimes it, it, it's amazing. You know, yeah. you just say no, and everybody's like, okay. And you think yeah. in your mind, your expectation is that, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be offending them. They're mm-hmm. going to be mad at me. Mm-hmm. They're never going to ask me again. Yeah. Right. So you learn how I to phrase I feel like if things. anything with the, the journey with boundaries for me is, like you said, like explaining yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like early on when I first started, like when I realized, like, okay, I need to say no to some things or people. I thought I had to explain why. Like, mm-hmm. even, I still do. I catch myself doing it. Like, get my, one of my children get invited to a birthday party. Well, we can't because we have a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't have to say what we yeah. have. I mean, like, to some extent, like, if it's a person that we do life with, it's nice to just be like, no, I can't do that because we have this. Yeah. But to any plain Jane person, I feel like, because, like, with, nowadays, you probably know this. I don't know. But do people have b- birthday parties in middle school? I don't know. Um, nowadays, it's like so. if you have a birthday party, 
with your child at your house, you most of the time have to invite the whole class. Like you can't Mm -hmm. be selective in giving your invitations out to who you want. Like I remember when I was in elementary school, like I would type up some flyers or, you know, write out flyers or invitations or whatever. And then I could go deliver them to whoever I wanted to. But now you have to invite the whole class. When I was in elementary school, I had to put one invitation in each cubby. So well, that no so one felt left out. It. So it, maybe it was my generation <laughs> I mean, started it. I was going to say. Hence why all of our topics for the <laughs> podcast stem <laughs> from my generation. <laughs> well, and so that's what I mean is that with yeah. boundaries, I feel like I had to explain myself to some random person mm-hmm. and being like, well, we can't do this because we have this and this and this. And like, sorry, we're not going to be able to make it. Blah, blah, blah. But then I learned later on, I was like, oh, I can just say no. Nobody cares. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't her generation who started that. Because when I was in elementary school, it was like, if you had a party, you invited, like, like, it was always, like, you invited all the girls Mm -hmm. in your class. Mm -hmm. And then maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. and maybe some friends in the neighborhood. But it was like, you never left people out because you got left out. Mm -hmm. That was really bad. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think, I think that's... um, I think that's really true. The whole explanation thing—it's—it's it's really easy to fall into that because, yeah. in a way, what's that say, what it's saying is that I have to justify this to myself. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. you're really justifying you think it to you're yourself. Justifying yeah. it to someone else, but right. it's really just justifying Mm-mm. it to yourself. Yeah. Right, you're justifying it to yourself that it's okay that you said no to this invitation or whatever it is, rather than just being okay and saying it's no, I don't. But I do feel like that's probably the first step mm-hmm. in realizing in yeah. creating a boundary is. When I create a boundary, I have to reinforce to myself that this is the right choice. Yeah. And that might take some self-talk or even like at the beginning explanation towards other people is because mm-hmm. I'm realizing, okay, yeah, I need to set a boundary and here's why. And then instead of dwelling on my answer, I can, I, I can use like a statement to reinforce mm-hmm. like, oh, this is mm-hmm. why I set that kind of boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I think we, we touched on boundaries a little bit in our toxic friendship and relationship. Yeah, we did. Um, and we talked about kind of like the reason for setting boundaries. So let's think of some like modern modern day boundaries and how we have to set them and why we have to set them. Like yeah. I'm going to say in the context of social media, I feel like everything ends, ends up hinging <laughs> on social oh, media. Yeah. But why, I mean, why do we have to set boundaries and why should we set boundaries? I think for me, I learned a lot about boundaries just a couple of years ago when I found myself working all the time and um, I was really like searching for my purpose then. And the boundaries that I felt the need, um, like that I felt that I needed a place for were with my time. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I set boundaries with my time that I was able to like actually discover my purpose because I was like, I literally did not have the time to just sit back and do, like, any self-evaluation. It was just, like, I wake up, I have an agenda, I get it done, I go to sleep, mm-hmm. restart the next day. And so I think that today, especially with social media, that can take up eight hours a day. Oh like, yeah. how much, Way more than you know, you like, how much to. time do we spend on screens? And then what is that preventing us from reaching, like, in our personal goals or our personal lives or in relationships with other people? And so for me, it was time and just allowing myself the time to just evaluate like my own life. Like when's the last time Mm -hmm. we've really just sat back and been like, 
what do I want to do? Or like, mm-hmm. what, are, what am I dreaming? Like, I just yeah. didn't like, I didn't have like goals or like. Yeah. So things. you're saying like you end up having to set boundaries in order to grow and move oh, forward. Yeah. I think Absolutely. that's so necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, it was very, which you see, you see it more exaggerated when you're not in that season as with probably everything else. But it was so stagnant in my life for two years. And I was like in my low 20s. Like those are two years that like I would have loved to do something else with. And if I was like that stagnant stage is is now like more pronounced now that I took that time and I set those boundaries to really discover my purpose. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. So boundaries in the context of growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What about boundaries? I guess boundaries in the context of, I mean, I guess it fits under growth is, you know, if like if we're involved in a relationship or a friendship that doesn't have boundaries and you're starting to feel the pinch and the need, like, mm-hmm. okay, this is hindering me yeah. or like, I'm, I'm like, there's a cap, there's a lid and I'm not growing in this relationship. I need to establish maybe like distancing myself. Yeah. What does that look like? Like practically look like, do you have any experience in that? So in other words, what, are you saying that, um, you know, it's someone that maybe you've known and you've done things together and stuff like that and you feel like that that diversion? Yeah, or like, like it does it, this person does not bring out the best in me. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you set a boundary with them? Or how do you, I, I mean, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with them. I think sometimes we automatically assume that when we set a boundary, it has to be against someone else. But a yeah, lot of times, that's true. in my view, it's, I set a boundary in order for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard, yeah. I listened to a, um, a podcast called The Truth, and I heard something. I love, like, just practical and short ways because I if, I, if it's not, like, short and to the point, I just won't remember it. Like, if I can't write it down on my fridge calendar, it's just gone. And so I really liked, um, they mentioned when you, even identifying boundaries can be difficult mm-hmm. yeah. because you can be in a relationship where, like, Either those boundaries are, like, too wide and you just don't know it because that's what you're used to. Or it could be one that, like, you have set too harsh of a boundary and you don't even know, like, you don't even value the relationship because your boundaries have kept you from defining one. Yeah. yeah. You're so, like just not connecting. People. Right. So mm-hmm. I think, like, just having two questions that they talked about I really loved. And the first one was, is opening up to this person or lowering <laughs> boundaries going to make me grow? And the second one is, is opening up to this person going to make someone else grow or going to make them grow? Mm, that's good. That kind of fits back into what we were talking about last week. Is yeah. Eyes on other people instead of yes. ourselves. And mm-hmm. I absolutely love that because I've found that a lot of my time that I've had to set boundaries for in the past has gone towards no growth. Like how much time have I spent? that doesn't allow me or anyone else to grow, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And in that moment, I don't see it as... It's like a wasted boundary. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so I personally love that in just, like, identifying boundaries. And that can be, like, boundaries you place on yourself mm-hmm. or boundaries you place between a relationship with someone yeah. else. Mm-hmm. Well, you two, um, you were asking about something that's maybe um, a practical kind of thing. And the thing that came to me was a situation with a friend that... It was like, um, you know, we'd been friends for a while and stuff, and, you know, she wanted to go places and just basically, like, bar hop Mm -hmm. and stuff, and it was like, I wasn't comfortable with that, and Mm -hmm. it wasn't something, it was like, that does not 
speak to me. I not <laughs> I don't want that. And so what I ended up doing was like, you know, hey, you know, I, I want to get together with you, but then I would suggest doing something else mm -hmm. that wasn't yeah. that. And um, and then if she said something and said, hey, let's go do this, it'd be like, yeah, you know, I can't. Yeah, you know, I'm not available or whatever. Yeah. And eventually, eventually that you know it did that that relationship changed. And she ended up going, you know, a different direction and yeah. stuff like that. It, and it wasn't as close, but it was her choices and what she was doing. And it was like, and that's not the choice I want to make, even though that's, you know, we've been friends. That doesn't mean yeah. I have to agree with everything or go along with everything that yeah. you're doing, you know. Um, and then, of course, then when you throw in other people, then other people can get involved and say, well, yeah. why aren't you doing that? Right. You know, put the pressure on there. I think it gets like so murky when it's yeah. already an established relationship that you have. Mm -hmm. And maybe this is someone that you've like allowed into your life or you've allowed to speak into your life. Mm -hmm. And now you've decided like it's time to just kind of like set them back a little bit. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's because we change. Right. Yes. Or we've had a change or they've had a change. Mm -hmm. Right. And it affects the friendship. And mm -hmm. so then you're mm -hmm. needing to kind of, I always feel like, if I need to do this with like a friend or someone that I realize like, okay, we're not on the same page or like, we don't like, this is just awkward or this is yeah. like not going to work. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm like trying to moonwalk out of the room, oh, like really yeah. slowly, just like yeah. disappear. Just like, right. That's <laughs> like that. It's uncomfortable. It yeah. is like Very. telling someone who's already rooted in your life that like they need to chill a little bit mm -hmm. and like receiving boundaries is a whole nother conversation because I don't like receiving boundaries from other people because <laughs> I like for me <laughs> I know I'm like I feel like I've just wronged you in so many ways but I like I also am like kind of the moon walking out like I would rather just, just not like just mm -hmm. you know hope that they just like forget even though I'm not gonna I forget. do think that there's a very tactful way though to set boundaries in an already close relationship yes absolutely and yeah, I think a lot of it, well, let's be honest. Some of it is physical distance. Mm -hmm. So, like, I can think of times, like, where I've been friends with someone and, like, we're, we see each other every week because mm -hmm. of something that brings our life together. Right. A job, um, another person, a church, an organization, a community, or whatever. And so, like, you are, like, or a sports team. Like, so you yeah. are in contact with that person and, like, we can talk about that too because we sometimes we have to set boundaries when people are physically present. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we have to set boundaries for people that like almost you kind of know that you're going to be parting ways physically. Like I'm moving on in a job or, or career. I'm like we're switching teams. We're doing this or whatever. And you know your relationship's going to grow apart. And how do you take care of the relationship to where it's not just like they feel used or mm, you know what I mean? Like yeah. where you just like cut it off. Like, cause right. you know, in your head, like I need to start creating boundaries. Well, that person goes left and you go right. And like, you really don't want to feel like a jerk by yeah. just saying, Oh, well I needed to set a boundary anyway. And I'm just like, never going to text you or call you or see you again. Right. So I feel like there's a tactful way of like engaging with them at a distance mm -hmm. in a comfortable way. Like, Hey, just was thinking about you mm -hmm. wondering how you're doing. Yeah. And you know, For sure. Um, but I think there's, like, so if we go back to, like, the, the boundaries where you're actually in a physical 
relationship or like you are in like physical proximity of right. them. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I go back to one of my sons um, in their classroom. He is in a class that he's going to be with until he's like graduated high school. Well, he's yeah. having problems with one of these kids that's calling him names or doing whatever. And it's really challenged me because I'm like, okay, well he can't just not, he can't just like disappear and put physical right. distance between him right. because he's going to see him for like many, many more years ahead of him. So my question is always like, how do I show him how to like lessen the, like how to, or I guess increase the distance um, friendship wise, but still keep it in proximity. That's hard. I think one thing that we're called to do that I personally don't do enough and I'm sure like other people could relate to it is like, that confrontation because we're called to confront our enemies, but we're also called to do it in a way, like you said, that's tactful and graceful and out of love. And it's like way easier to just cancel someone or just like measure out like the benefits versus the cost of the relationship and just be like, okay, well the costs outweigh the benefits. Like I'm just going to use my time elsewhere. Like it's very easy and like natural for us to want to do that. But I think that there could be a conversation where first like just approaching that person with making them like feel valued as part of your life instead of being like well you upset me because of this maybe like I really value like your opinion and I value your place in my life um but like right now I'm going through this season where or you don't even have to say that but like right now I just that's not really what I want to receive and like I don't like when you talk about that and that to me gets in the way of having like the best relationship with you that I could and so maybe like just putting that spin on it where you reinforce someone's value versus just offensively like attacking them Mm -hmm. because that's when like that'll put some that'll get someone to put up their cancel boundaries like ASAP yeah when Mm -hmm. you when it's an attack versus like in order for us to get the best out of our relationship which boundaries they're designed for good like they're not designed to harm people or to create like a deficit in relationship like they're designed to foster relationships Mm -hmm. in a healthy way Mm -hmm. and so for me it worked like I'm thinking of a family circumstance and it's it's like 107 times more difficult when it's a family member well yeah because you are (laughs) never not family right and you're going to see each other at least like four times a year, right? All the big holidays. So to me, it was instead of cutting that family member out and then dealing with the elephant in the room at Thanksgiving, it was, I love you and I know that you're going to be in my life and I know that I'm going to be in your life. And so like, this is a way we can get the most out of that and we can like enrich this relationship. And surprisingly, like very good response, like nothing... I don't know that it would always go that way, but I've never had a better relationship with this family member than after that conversation. Let me put a kink in some things. <laughs> Let's hear it. What if, you're, what if that person that you need to set a boundary with is completely unaware of mm-hmm. their, of their yeah. state? Like, Because yeah. like, often that happens when we have a change in ourselves. When mm-hmm. we're thinking, like, I'm going to mm-hmm. use you as an example. You were very career-driven, you were like on the path for success and you're like, I work and that's like what, that's my goal. And then like you say that you stepped into church and you're like, you just 
your whole world turned upside down yeah. and your trajectory changed, your career changed, your like the direction that you were wanting to go changed. And so like, how do you, I mean, like that can be like, okay, the, it's easy to say like to not to blame you or put, it's just like, I've changed. So like, yeah, this is what it is now. Mm -hmm. But what if it's kind of like an underlying thing and you're like, I've changed my values and I really don't want to hurt that person because like they just, they, they don't have the same values as I do and they don't, they're not going mm -hmm. the same direction. That's fine. Right. I don't have to bring them with me. They right. don't have to be exactly how I am, but like, how do I, so what if you're like, what, that's the kink is what if the person you're talking to it's completely unaware, is completely unaware of mm -hmm. like, I mean, or, or you can't explain the change to them. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Mm hmm. Well, I think, I mean, if it's just um, something that where, um, like, your values have changed or, or your direction, your, you know, your focus, that kind of thing, if that's, if that's what's really changed, um, I mean, what Megan was saying of just trying to explain that is, is good, but if they, if they still don't quite get it, then you're going to have to just be like a broken record and, you know, and just keep saying it or mm -hmm. you know it's like say they you know i would let's let's go do this or let's you know let's get together and do this or you know or if it's a conversation or whatever and it's like you're not available well then you're not yeah. available or you're not available but i'm available for this you know just to give it yeah. some you create your own distance because really a boundary is a boundary it's not a wall mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know there's a difference between that, you know, a wall keeps people out and sh yeah. shuts you in and, and is, a, is, a, is a barrier. A boundary instead is, um, is a limit. You know, I think That's in scripture, talks, yeah. you know, in scripture talks about, you know, that God established, you know, the boundaries of the water and the shore and all that. It's like it's come this farther and that's yeah. as far mm -hmm. as you can go. And so that's the same thing with us. It's like come this far, but you can't, for yeah. you, I can't mm -hmm. allow you in any closer. I don't think there's a real easy way to do it. No. And I think it's, you know, you, if you know this person, um, it's kind of like, I was just saying, this is bad example. But, you know, when you're in high school and there's this guy that keeps asking you out mm -hmm. and you don't want to go out with him for whatever the reason. I mean, that may have been Trey. <laughs> <laughs> that is part of our story. He, like, called me for two weeks and I never answered the phone because I'm like, ew. <laughs> So keep going with your analogy. <laughs> I love Shout it. Out to I wonder if you to marry us. Yeah. yeah, but you know, but, but the guy that keeps asking you out, and you just, you know, for whatever reason, you don't want to go out with him. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's his character or you just like, no, that's not my, you know. But you, what do you do? You keep saying mm -hmm. no. Now, if you don't have good boundaries, you're going to eventually cave and say, oh, all right, I'll go out with you this one time or whatever. Yeah. You know, and have a miserable yeah. time, or you might be surprised. Like, yeah, with, you might be surprised. Like, like with uh, Pastor Trey. So, <laughs> you know, so yeah, always, always think about this. But yeah. um, you just have to. You say no. Yeah. You just say no. I always. I don't know if it's. I'm sure it's more prevalent in like Christian culture, but I always feel that like responsibility to take people with me, mm. and so because mm. I'm like, mm -hmm. if they just like see like if they just experience it they'll understand and then we won't need a boundary right but that is like burnout central oh yeah like we well, i lift it up you become responsible yes <coughs> and then you let yourself down 
-hmm. based on an expectation that no one else put on you Mm -hmm. other than yourself. Mm -hmm. So you're letting yourself down for your own expectations that you didn't have to come up with in the first place. You're just trying to do the Holy Spirit's job. And it's like when you lay it out (laughs) like that, it's like, what am I doing? But in the moment, it's like, I need to help them. I need to fix them. I need to be their saving grace. Mm -hmm. That's not what we're here for. And one thing that was like really hard for me to wrap my mind around was being okay with being like the background light versus like the walking you step by step. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if I just love analogies because I'm a teacher, but I heard one, it was like an apple tree analogy. And it's like apple trees don't just like wake up in the morning and prepare to like bear fruit. Like they're not just like, oh, I'm going to like shed some apples today. Yeah. (laughs) They have to be watered just the right amount. They have to be exposed to sunlight. They have to be fed and pollinated and pollinated yeah. i don't know do they I don't yeah know. they do i don't Any know fruit as we that's, why, that's why bees and are important yes i did get a bees. degree in biology don't but we never talked <laughs> about apples um <laughs> but as that apple tree bears fruit mm-hmm. as it's fed and watered adequately you can assume that it's not the only apple tree in the field bearing fruit and so as we feed ourselves and as we water ourselves with whether it's a Sabbath, which prime, 100 percent like life changing game changer or getting into the word and learning about yourself through the lens of God, whatever your style of it may be, like as you start to bear the fruit of that, you can expect that other people even if it's just them noticing something different yeah. about you, mm-hmm. like that will just lead living your life. Yes. Right. And that doesn't mean you're like checking in on them three times a day to so make I sure like you're speaking about this from experience. Oh yeah. When did you like, I guess, <laughs> I when did too. you learn? Uh, yeah. Or yeah. I guess all of us, yeah. when did we learn? It's, I think it's an, it's an ever, it's an yeah. ever evolving yeah. learning path is when, when I discovered that I'm not responsible. Mm-hmm. That's hard. That's even, that pains me to say. Because I think there are some contexts where I am responsible. I'm responsible for my children and their decisions right now. Mm -hmm. I think where we've gone wrong is when we become adults or our kids become adults, we think that we we have bought into the lie that we are still responsible for their choices. Yeah. It's easy to get that that boundary um, really blurred because you're right. When they're really little, then yes, you're, you're, that idea of helping them make decisions and guiding mm-hmm. them yeah, and all that and is, is and right because that's where that foundation is. But when you, they start getting older and you realize, okay, they need mm-hmm. to start finding it, you know, doing that and then finding their own consequences and dealing with it and yeah. stuff like that. And you become more of a, like a safety net sort of thing. And, you know, and then when they're adults, then nothing pains me more than to talk to someone who has adult children and they're still making decisions mm-hmm. for their kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no, because boundary. you're, you're, you're for disaster. right. Oh, you're, number one, boundary. you're stunting mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, instead of letting them mature, but also, um, that isn't helping you any. Yeah, I know. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, for my adult children, it's like, you can come to me for advice. Yes. If you ask me for advice, I can give it yeah. to you. And, you know, pray with you and stuff, but I'm not going to make your decision. Yeah, it's hard. Tell you what it's to like do. loosening the reins of control. Mm-hmm. Very much so. I think for Definitely. me, it's so hard to do. Like it really struck a chord with me when 
it was a family member, which I don't know why. Like, it's literally always the difficult ones. <laughs> family members. Like, why is that? Yeah. Like, the ones you can't get rid of. It's like, that's going to be. Why. That's going to be the most difficult. And for me, it was. Cause it's sanctifying. This is yeah, true. That's a, <laughs> it's worth it. I Jesus, tell myself. Jesus it's uses worth our it. family members to make it. us look more like him. But for me, um, I found, like, I placed an expectation on this family member to, like, come to church every week. Like, I'm inviting you to church. Why aren't you coming to church? You know, it's important to me. Why would you not come to church? Mm -hmm. If you know it's important to me, you know, you'll see me there. Why would you not come to church? Okay. (laughs) Sounds like I'm a terrible person on the outside. But, well, it's probably true within a lot of us. It's like that to me, like, I rationalize my expectation on that person, like, based off of my experiences with church. Mm -hmm. This person has not had good experiences with church. Mm -hmm. And so my reaction to this person not attending church was, okay, well, you you must not care. Like, you must not care about... Fine, fine. Right. Right. Like, you must not care about what's important to me. So until you do, I won't care about what's important to you, which is spending time with me, right? (laughs) So, like, I set an unhealthy boundary with my time with this person, and that literally got us nowhere. Like, if oh, anything, that's a good example. further right. further into a pit of a terrible re- relationship. And um, it, was in, it was during one of Pastor Tim's message when he was, like, at the end, he just, like, invited people to ask God to, like, bring them a conviction, which is the first thing you want to do every day, right? right. <laughs> and that Lord was it. convict me. Yes, that was it. It was, like, I have, I have um, shut myself off from this person to the point where I cannot even be a light in their life Mm -hmm. and to this person who desperately like wants a relationship with me the way to like get them to church isn't just inviting them and getting mad at them when they don't it's spending time with them and showing them the love of Jesus that sparks their interest right in what that is and still hasn't been church but we're working on it but ever since then like that relationship has been Hey, we like there was a discussion on boundaries and just like what I expected, and it has been like completely different. Now it's not perfect, obviously, but sounds like you had to recalibrate your expectations. Right. It was right. a recalibration of expectations, and it was also just like not being so quick to respond to like someone not meeting them. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, because mm-hmm. it's like you're not meeting my expectations. Fine. I'll, I'll be here when you do. <laughs> like, when you decide to, I'll be <laughs> Let here. Let me know when you yeah. decide to fall yeah. under my expectations. Because right. to me, it's like, you wronged me. Mm. So when you're ready to undo that, I'll be here. When you perform the way I want and you God to. And God is like, nope. <gasps> Janice, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> when you perform the way I want yeah. you to. Yeah. And God is like, nope. Mm-hmm. That's not how I designed you. I, was I designed thinking, you yeah. to go out, yeah. not wait. For someone else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not stand there and tap your foot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Expectations. Yeah. Expectations. Expectations are big with boundaries. I feel like well, it's the basis of them. Yeah, it is because I feel like a lot of what mine centers around, and it's like some of the boundaries that I've set and I've made have a lot to do with my expectations of myself and mm, also my expectations yeah. of others. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It makes me think of something I, I looked up um, that it had talks about signs that you have poor boundaries. <gasps> oh, nope. I'm going to keep them on my hands. <laughs> I'm starting with zero. Megan, are you ready? Lydia, right. turn the cameras off so they can't see. <laughs> Give away too much of your time. Nope. Feel, re- feel responsible for the happiness of others. Ooh. I'll take one. We could just rotate, <laughs> split. Take, yeah. Feel taken advantage of. 
Oh. Avoid speaking up when your feelings are hurt. Mm -hmm. Struggle with making decisions. <laughs> um, hate letting people down. Oh, ouch. That counts for 10 for me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it says feel a lot of guilt when taking care of yourself, feeling burned out, saying yes, even when you don't want to. Another oh. 10. And agree <laughs> agree with others to keep the peace. All right. My score was 50. What was your um, <laughs> You know, I'm just not. I didn't even keep track. <laughs> you just started plugging your ears. Yeah. yeah. Those are so good. Yeah. I yeah. know. But I, I know. I saw that. And I'm like, I've, I've seen this on Facebook. And uh, a friend of mine actually uh, posted it. And it's like, okay, I'm saving this because it is. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean. Which one spoke loudest to you, Janice? Um, I would say giving away too much of my time, which is easy to do when you're single. Mm. Yes. Yeah. When you're, you know, I live alone, yeah. I'm single, you know, and so what do I have? I have lots of time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have lots of emotional energy, mm -hmm. I, you know, and so it's really easy for me to say yes a lot. And, and then all of a sudden it's like, and then, you know, and then all I of a sudden back. it's like I said too yeah, many yeses. Right, and you look and you look at your calendar, and you're like, "Why am I feeling so stressed? Yeah, and why am I feeling like yeah. I have no time for myself? It's because because you don't, girlfriend. Because yeah. you, you were a yes girl. girl. You done gave you it all yes away. Girl. <laughs> it's like, she done uh, gave it all away. You know, it's like, yeah, that's exactly what <laughs> yeah. happens. You yeah. know, but I think that that's that's one. It's it's um, and it's. That's Sometimes. a whole nother animal is like yes. discerning where you're putting your time, mm -hmm. like. So sure, I can say no, mm -hmm. but I what the thing I'm kind of bad at is like the saying no to the good things. Right. Mm -hmm. It's easy for me to distinguish saying no to the things that don't need to be a part of my life. And I am very like, you know, but like I like you, my kids went back to school this year and I've always been a stay at home mom. And I was like, what? am I ever going to do with all this time? And someone told, my mom told me, he, she was like, Jessica, you are not, you're, you think you're going to have time and you're not because it's going to get eaten all up. I'm like, whatever, I'm going to have eight hours every day. Well, <laughs> I did. I like at the very beginning, I was good about like sheltering that time. Mm -hmm. And then over time, it just kind of like diminished. And, but I think that's a whole nother animal is like mm -hmm. trying to figure out the yeses and the nos. But yeah. it, stems from people pleasing yes mm -hmm. oh absolutely mm -hmm. or for me personally what will other people think of me yes. yeah and right that is not a yeah. good place to be right because then you're you're in your head at that point and mm -hmm. you're in your head and saying if I say no they're going to think this yeah or they're going to think yeah. this about me or you know I'm going to disappoint them you know mm -hmm. which is one of those you know being afraid of yeah. disappointing people and that is all rooted in people pleasing because yeah. you're you're just you are allowing them to control you. Mm. You know, when you when you say you you feel like you're responsible for somebody's happiness, mm -hmm. you're letting them their yeah. feelings and all the, who they are control you yeah. because it's like if I can't make them happy, yeah, then there's that something wrong with me. That can be a very debilitating place to be. Mm -hmm. Very like extremely. Bring on lots, lots lots of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and fear. Yeah, because you're in, you're trying to anticipate. Yeah, you know, it's like. You know, if I do all this and then and then it's devastating when you thought you had all this stuff arranged oh, that, mm -hmm. you know, and things set up that, you know, whatever it is, that it, it, they, they're they going to be so happy. They're going to love this, mm -hmm. you know, and this kind of thing. And then it. Yeah, it doesn't. Then, yeah. yeah, that's not a good spot. That is not a good spot at all. And I think, too, the other one was. Um, let's see. 
probably, probably, I'm, I'm much, 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 much better about it because, you know, I, I know I've shared this before that I started like a year and a half ago to observe a Sabbath. But, you know, feeling, feeling guilt when you take mm -hmm. care of yourself, mm -hmm. so, you know, and moms can really easily fall into that trap. Absolutely, because think of because you're like I, I need to be doing this and I need to be doing yeah. that and there's this you know going on in my home and my kids and yeah and um, and just realizing that if you don't take care of yourself you're going to be worth not much yeah. to them mm -hmm. yeah or to anybody. My biggest one goes back to like disappointing people mm. um, because I am a people pleaser and I love being the person that people turn to like. You, are such you a need two. something. Oh my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> let me do it for you. Yeah. Please oh. come to me. Please yeah. let me. Like, I will do it. Let me it's meet all your needs. I'm just like, bring like bring them all. That's not unhealthy. And I'll do it all at the same time. Like <laughs> it's just perfectly coordinated and everything. It's gonna be on every limb of my body. It's, I will yeah. keep them spinning. And it's gonna be like tuned to each unique individual and like just the way that they would respond best to it, and it's all gonna go great. Well, I had someone tell me once that, um, because my biggest fear is saying no to someone. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. I hate doing that. Um, and I also have found, found myself in situations where I will do something for someone that someone else could do better for them, just for the sake of me being able to be the one to do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, <laughs> it's not the best thing in the world to practice. I'm just saying, in my experience, like, I've been there. Mm -hmm. And I had someone tell me before that, um, signing myself up for that could also be preventing them from reaching right. someone who God has intentionally placed there mm -hmm. to yes, do that girl. much better for them. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I have then blocked God's work in their yes. life right. out of my you own selfish. The God in their life. Yes, mm -hmm. out of my own like selfish intuition. And that was like, <gasps> I'm a horrible person. <laughs> but that was like super helpful to yeah. me, like putting it into perspective. And now it's a lot easier for me. Like, you know, I don't think that I'm very qualified in that area, um, but I'm happy to help you find someone right. who is. Right. Like I'm happy to ask around, um, ask people that I know and love who have helped me with that. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, like I just don't think I can be the person for you because I have someone better in mind. Right. I, you know, and the other thing, too, is I think we need to recognize the fact that when we say, when you say no to something, you're saying yes to something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and like in that instance, you know, when you say no, you're saying yes, number one, to get yourself out of the way. Yeah. And, you know, and say, I'm not everybody's savior. Yeah. You know, but, but you're, you're getting yourself out of the way. You're saying yes so that someone else that um, can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, that maybe can fill that mm -hmm. need or help or do whatever it is much better. Yeah. It gives them that opportunity that they wouldn't have if you Absolutely. were just doing all yeah. of it. So it's I'm not just a no. I'm glad that you said that and that you have learned that concept now. Because I feel like um, when uh, in, in light of going into marriage, because mm -hmm. I feel like I got like this with, in my relationship with Trey is mm -hmm. that like, I, and it happens when you love someone so much. Mm -hmm. Like, I love my kids so much, so I want to meet all their needs, and I want them to be happy. And I had to realize the boundaries and the limits of that. because, yeah. Yeah. And helping them recognize, I can't meet that in your life. And, mm -hmm. like, my youngest is, he's either high, 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 or low, 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 low. Mm -hmm. And when, like, he just feels big. And, like, his emotions are big. So whenever he's just at his low, I have to point out to him, 
like that it's it's most of the time because something didn't go his way. Yeah. And him being six years old, I have to point out to him now, instead of me manipulating all that I am to yeah. make him happy, I have mm-hmm. to point out to him, son, I am not gonna like I, I am not gonna bend on that just so you can be happy. You have to learn to be respectful and you have to learn to be patient. Mm, and so like yeah. you're having this consequence now because you're not being respectful and you're not being patient and I refuse to make you happy because you're going yeah. like because you Mic want drop. to be. Yeah. And so but in marriage, in the context of marriage, someone told me that going into it for Trey, it's like it happens because you love someone so much and you want to bend over backwards and like you want to be their everything and like which is great, but you have a limit. Like yeah. you have to realize, yeah. right. like you said, like you are not God. Right. Mm-hmm. You cannot right. meet that need in them. Mm-hmm. And what that does is when we choose to say like, I can't meet that need in you, it diverts them to another place. And hopefully by prayers and mm-hmm. you know, all of that, that they, they get yeah. that need, that need met in yeah. Christ. And it does not mean that you can't like still help them. Like you can still be a source of right. like, listening like sometimes the greatest form of like helping someone is just listening to them now obviously that comes with boundaries with your time but it's not like you have to be like well why don't you try this resource good luck like (laughs) you know imagine telling jordan that no oh my god you have this resource this right i hope you find the right one like i made a list for you on the fridge check them out like i gotta go i I gotta go help someone else with everything else i've signed up for like he would be crushed that's awful i would be crushed but um like it doesn't mean that you can't still be like a light for that person even if it's just encouragement like hey how are you doing with that Mm-hmm. Like I real, I've been praying for you. I'm, I hope that like you found some clarity in this area. Mm-hmm. Like you can still That's be just being a nice person. Yeah, and you can still really be that, that without like being everything. Yes. Right. Yeah, you can do that without becoming so yeah. enmeshed in somebody mm-hmm. else's life yeah. that um, that it's like you know you're sharing the yeah. same blood supply or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Because I found that I am just not good at doing everything. And I'm not designed to be good at everything. Mm -hmm. So I, like, I think... It's a great day when we realize that. I think It's very freeing, actually. With expectations, it's big. Yeah, and if you're listening and you're thinking, like, I, a lot of my happiness hinges on either someone else or a lot of my happiness hinges on if everybody else is happy. Mm -hmm. There might be, you know, a pause that you need to take and ask yourself... Am I feeling responsible for this person and their happiness mm-hmm. and their life and the way that they go? Because the other side of that that you might not know right now is that there's another dimension of freedom that you probably don't, yeah, you can't absolutely. see or you yeah. haven't experienced yet. Because it comes with releasing the mm-hmm. expectation of yourself of saying, mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. make everybody happy. Yeah. I can't be responsible for that person's right happiness right. or growth yeah I can help them right and like I can yeah. be a listener I can listen mm-hmm. to them and I can say like what do you or I can even say like what do you need yeah and I can help right. you or I'm right. sorry you're going through this how can I help yeah right instead of like m- maybe you should do this maybe you should yeah. do this or like you know it's well, just yeah I mean it's I mean even practically you think about like um holiday get-togethers yeah. uh family vacations mm. <laughs> 
um, <laughs> you know, we want the perfect Christmas or mm-hmm. the vacation where everybody gets along the entire time. Yeah. You know, all of that stuff. I mean, we come, we have that expectation. It's what we want. And many times we will wear ourselves out trying to yeah. make that happen. Yeah. When what you're doing, oh. you're, you're trying then to take away those those the, everybody else's independence yeah. and their freedom and their who they are you're, you're saying you i want you to mm, fit here you know yeah fit in this and, box i made right for you. and it's not gonna work yeah it's yeah. not gonna work as we all know because we've mm. all done it yeah you know yeah and me i just stand behind the box and tap my foot and wait for them to hop mm. in <laughs> I feel like I actually, and you know, I, I preface this with saying this was you, most of the time our expectations and what we set are not intentional. Like mm-hmm. we don't go mm-hmm. out to say like, I expect that you do this. Yeah. Right. I think it's because it's the way that we've ordered our life. Mm-hmm. It's the way that we think life works best. Mm-hmm. It's the way that where everything flows naturally and feels right. But what we can miss is that everybody around us is stepping on eggshells. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to put someone through that takes a lot of years to undo. And oh, yeah. I try mm-hmm. to think of that mm-hmm. as a mom. Are my expectations of my kids setting them up for when they're adults, they're going to have to break down everything that they have learned because they're learning just to please mom and make her happy. And mm-hmm. I've run into this and I've seen it in front of my face. My oldest child would be like, I just want you to be happy. And I'm like, <gasps> all right pause because I got some work to do Mm -hmm. because when my son says I just want you to be happy he's got some work to do but he can't figure it out he's so young he's not mature enough to really Mm -hmm. understand how that works but first I have to stand there and think there is something that I've done to make him feel like he needs to make me happy yeah Mm -hmm. and I need to figure that out and I need to repent of that I need to get that under control and then I need to go to him and say your responsibility is not to make me happy Mm -hmm. your responsibility is to do the right thing and obey and seek the Lord Mm -hmm. even in your little years and like we'll do that together but when that has and it's happened to me as a kid and I don't think that my mother ever ever intentionally put these expectations on me but I've found in my adult life that I'm undoing some of those things because I've walked Mm -hmm. on eggshells for a really long time because of just the way that she perceived things to be and I realized that I've I've lit I've 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 almost built my identity on walking Mm -hmm. on eggshells around Mm -hmm. someone and I'm now finding like oh that's not it's not, I don't, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think of even like the area of cleaning. Like my mom was a clean freak. Oh gosh. And I have to be really careful that like, and I love going to her, her house is so orderly mm. and it's just really refreshing. I love a clean house and everything, but I would find myself like as a kid, like wanting everything. I mean like the vacuum lines to be straight because I wanted mm-hmm. her to be happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. And so I have to, like, realize, like, as I mother my kids, they are not going to do the same cleaning job that I would (laughs) want. But I have to realize is my expectation of them and what I think clean is, is that setting them up to think that it will be clean once mom is happy. And I'm saying that these are like the really, really small nuanced things, but yeah. they're the building blocks yeah, of expectations yes. to where when we realize I'm setting them up to expect something that, that they're not designed or yeah. created to do because they're trying to meet a need in me mm-hmm. and that's not right. Mm-hmm. So it has that's me asking so the question, are the expectations that I create for the people around me serving me or serving them? Mm. 
and it has yeah. a lot to do with boundaries too because yeah. we're we're I mean like we let people in like you were talking about earlier like the shell like the sh- yeah. what's your oh, other yeah. analogy yeah. The oh my gosh I, have, deep I can thing stay here all day on the shore. actually I couldn't because I have to make my wedding cake but I <laughs> <laughs> make your own wedding cake yeah I'm making a gluten-free one it's lemon blueberry it's gonna be delicious Ooh, yum. and if it's not Jordan and I will be the only ones that know it's gross so we have a dessert bar for everyone else <laughs> nice. but um I heard like I I'm I'm the boundary person that's like okay everyone's in like the same like huge boundary like everyone's speaking to me like everyone know everything about me all the things and that's something that I've had to like learn a lot about and be able to identify and take like practical steps to um kind of like move things around and I heard I heard about it once described as like you've got if you're on a beach you've got a deep end and um you've got a few people that might be out like surfing in the deep end and those are the people that like speak in your lives and that you go for you go to for advice and the people that you trust and Mm -hmm. the people that you can rely on and then you've got the shallow end and that might be like your outer circle like Mm -hmm. those might be people you still hang out with and that you could um like do life with to a certain extent but they might not necessarily be people that you let into like Mm -hmm. the deepest parts of your lives Mm -hmm. um and then you've got you know the people just kind of sitting on the beach and those are like um that every now and then like how are you doing or um like people like you don't have disdain for them but you also aren't waking up every day like asking yourself how you can serve them and um I really liked that analogy because I had never accepted that it was okay to have someone in my life if they weren't totally in my life I felt like it was a disservice to someone to, like, keep in contact with them. Like, I felt like I was wasting their time if I wasn't making that, like, as rich of a friendship as I could. Mm -hmm. But the average person, we probably know, like, 300 people. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you have 300 people in the deep end of your life, Mm -hmm. like, that's impossible. And so it is okay and it is normal and it is healthy even Mm -hmm. to have to have that kind of trickle down and I what's hard is when you have someone in the deep end that maybe you know needs to take a couple steps back in the shallow and that goes back to communication and confrontation and just like showing love um but I I just think that for me like it would have helped a lot to just hear it's okay to have someone in your life that you don't tell all of your secrets Mm -hmm. to right well Um, and the the truth is probably the people in the deep end are the ones that will know your heart and know your Mm -hmm. expectations right and Mm -hmm. you can speak into it and so you're not having to adjust your expectations with them because they already know it or if they're wrong then they'll tell you yeah Mm -hmm. and so you don't have to do a whole lot of sifting and boundary setting it's but i will say it takes time a lot it takes a lot of time yeah and it can change. The deep yeah. end can change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's one of the things that <clears throat> that kind of alarms me so much about social media because mm. it's social like, media is all the deep end. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's like people. It's like, do you understand that when you post something that is you know really big? Yeah. And that you are then allowing all these people mm-hmm. to speak into your life. Oh you're, yeah. You're letting them in the deep end. Yeah. It's like, what are you thinking? And it's almost like 
does no one have boundaries anymore? Right. You know, right. why would you post that? Or why would you say this? Or whatever, you know. Ever- Unless you go in with the expectation of like, I'm le- I'm putting something really big out there and you are have your guns up. And you're yeah. like, <laughs> well, some of these too. people are going to think I'm cuckoo crazy and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Right. But some of these people, like, you know, I think sometimes God calls us out to put something out there that can mm-hmm. be a light to someone else, but you also have to ha- have the knowledge of like, okay, this is probably going to resonate with a lot of people. Pe- I'm going to get some pushback, mm-hmm. but those pushback people are not my deep end people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. You know, so I think that that's um, obviously lots of people have boundary issues. Yeah. But um, we do have to be careful mm-hmm. about who we allow to speak into yeah. our lives. And also, too, then, you know, I also look at the reverse as to who who we are speaking into, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. that um, there's so there's a weight and a responsibility to that, you know, that can't be taken lightly when somebody lets you in that close. And so it goes both ways, you know, when you're in the, in one of those things. But mm-hmm. I know, you know, what I, I do really, really like that analogy because mm-hmm. it's it gives it gives us permission mm, to yeah. have different levels yeah. of relationships with people, yeah. different expectations. Because you're not going to the someone that's in that if you want to call it the shallow end, you're not going to have an expectation of them that they're going to be available. You know that you can call them at two a.m. because this is going right. on or something like mm-hmm. that. Whereas someone who's in the deep end that is that that person you know those few people because mm-hmm. it should be few mm-hmm. are the ones that you know my phone is always open to you right yeah you know yeah yeah so good so good so much well there i feel like at the end of every topic we can always say there's way, way more, more. <laughs> like we could have like a whole season yeah. of boundaries and <sighs> expectations but we'll go ahead and cut it so people can get yeah. on with their lives yeah yeah but we're glad that you tuned in today we're glad that you stopped and listened we hope that you are doing well wherever you are and mm-hmm. that if you're struggling with expectations boundaries just I would encourage you just to stop and pray about them ask God oh, to yeah. give you a vision yeah. into what are your expectations for others and yourself and what are the healthy boundaries um, because a lot of times we can find boundaries in God's word mm-hmm. and we can we can be equipped with boundaries to set for our lives through God's word because he created us he designed us he knows us best so he knows exactly the encounters that we're going to make with relationships and so there's a lot of really great nuggets of truth in um, places like James and Proverbs and give me some other books I mean like just wisdom there's lots of wisdom right and also just look at the life of jesus jesus had really good boundaries yes yes so uh we're glad that you are joining with us today and be sure to check out past episodes and next episodes we'll see you next week see you next week yep thanks so much for listening Our hope is that everyone who hears these episodes, near or far, would know that the invitation at our table is always open. You might not be sitting at this table, but our desire is that you would join in on these conversations. So if you were inspired by today's talks, send us an email at inspired at the x.church. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and questions. And as always, don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts.